Hello and welcome to Stroke Surviving the Odds. I'm Karina, your host and creator of this podcast. In today's episode, we're really going to be diving into it. No more dabbling. We are going to talk about the different equipment and the different apparels that are available to you as a survivor to make your life at home that much easier. I like to call it survival gear. Before I begin, I'd like to talk quick, quick, quick about how I started. Nothing in life is coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. I decided a few months back that I wanted to do a podcast. Life happened. I put it on ice. But then I decided to really take the plunge and do this and try to help at least one person feel better about their situation. And here I am. A few episodes uh, into it, I've already helped a few people. That's what's motivating me to keep going on. And today's episode is really, really going to be proactive in helping you go on. Absolutely. I'll go room by room. I'll discuss and I'll I'll name the um, equipment that uh, can... um, facilitates, sorry, facilitates um, your life at home. And my favorite room of the house has always been the bathroom where you beautify yourself. (laughs) When I decide to do my podcast, when I decide to spend time with you, I do my research. I do come here and I flow and I don't script. I do have my cue cards because there's things that I don't want you to miss out on. A little piece of information. But last night I did my research and I Google adaptive equipment. And what came out is that it's devi- there are devices that are used to assist with completing tasks of your daily living. Bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, feeding and cooking are all included in the spectrum of daily living. So already I can tell you we are on the right track. (laughs) So if you are a survivor, I'm sure the hospital didn't let you leave without meeting an occupational therapist. And if they did leave you, let you leave, uh, they sent an occupational therapist at your house, especially now with COVID, that's often what happens. Now, the job of an occupational therapist is really to assist you and guide you in learning how to regain as much normality as possible. The goal is to help you uh, regain your independence as much as possible. And what happens when you regain your independence, you rely on people less and less and your self-confidence gets boosted right off the bat. So I encourage, I think that that's a big, um, a big quality to have when you are a survivor. You need to have that resilience, that go-getter. You're not going to stop and you want to be independent. I know for myself, that's what saved me. Some people say I was a little too independent too fast and I say I was just perfect for me. I think that the bathroom is important because that's where most people 
have difficulties. Uh, a lot of people spend a lot of time there for many reasons. But at the same time, there's also a lot of accidents that happen there. So that's also why I wanted to start with that. Uh, in the shower, the very first thing I remember the occupational therapist teaching me was to have shower bars. Whether you go in the shower, uh, you're on a wheelchair and you have to transfer onto um, either a plank or a bench. But the shower bars are a major essential part of this. Usually there's two. One in bias in the back wall of the shower. That one I use still to this day when I'm washing my hair or something. I need to lean on it and feel it. And there's also a bar next, just on the tiles, just before you get out of the tub. So if you're someone like me that's actually walking and independent, you can just make sure you grab onto the bar and you pass your, you do your transfer, you, tr you pass your feet over the tub. One time I didn't do that. I was overzealous and sure enough, I slipped fell banged my head on the toilet bowl and I inherited a trip to the hospital and a lot of painkillers so if you want to not go to the hospital again make sure you have shower bars these are also supplied to you by the occupational therapist here I have a CLSC um, like a clinic if you will um, so you simply meet the occupational therapist of the clinic and they come and assess your needs at home and there is no charge on that. I know for me it's on the Medicare. Anybody that lives in Quebec, it's going to be on Medicare. And in the other provinces, I don't know how that works, but you want to get shower bars. Another super important thing, you have to have a mat in the shower accidents are crazy they happen on in a split second you don't think you don't have a proper mat and then there you go so you want to have a mat in the tub but you also want to have a rug a non-slip rug outside of the tub so when you come out you are as safe as possible i remember when i was in the uh, rehab right away they put me to work and uh, the ot came with me and she says we're gonna go uh, take a shower and i'm like okay how's that gonna work <laughs> and uh she says well you're gonna take a shower and i'm gonna give you tricks on uh and, and methods that you could do uh to be more safe and i'm like you mean i'm gonna get naked in front of you she says yes i need to see how you do but don't worry it's not the first time i do this and i'm like well it's the first time i'm naked in front of you <laughs> okay that was tmi too much information but all that to say that it can be a little bit embarrassing and there's it can be somewhat shy uh, for us to do that that's why i say that as a survivor we lose once we've been at the hospital as survivors we lose all of our inhib inhibitions where we just do what we gotta do, right? 
Uh, in French, we say, Où est-ce qu'il y a de la gêne, il a pas de plaisir. <laughs> I don't know, but that's how I felt like telling you this right now. But keep in mind that all this is for your own good. Okay? I'm going to keep going. Now, uh, at the very beginning, you can have a plank. Again, if you're a standing person, such as myself, uh, you can have a shower plank that will be leaning against the side of the tub on the on the outside and in the far wall there is also another stopper if you will there uh, people that are in wheelchairs usually need to get a, a bench with a back support that again these things are provided uh, by CLSC or by your clinic or by the occupational therapist at the hospital And you also have the choice to buy. There are clinics. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. There are stores that you can uh, buy different apparels, like the orthopedic, they call it orthopedic apparels and, and whatnot. Uh, so whatever rare uh, area you, li you live in uh, or parts of the world you're in, I'm sure that you are very resourceful and you will figure out where you can get these. And again, I emphasize that um, often the, it is covered by your Medicare. So if you have Blue Cross or independent uh, insurance, find out if it can be covered or partially covered with that, okay? I remember at the very beginning, um, it, my husband, my ex-husband was so excited that I was coming home and my family and whatnot that uh, he would have done anything and we ended up going to a warehouse here in Montreal and we bought he bought everything I needed without knowing that it could have been free right and if it's free it's for me but <laughs> that wasn't the case I did get um, a very small uh, just a shower bench Uh, it's not extra large. It's just big enough for me to sit on and be comfortable. As the day goes on, I know how tiring your body gets, how tiring it gets. And you feel like your legs might just go at any moment. That would be the perfect time to use a bench. That's actually why I have it and I'm going to keep it until the end of my life because I know how practical it is still to this day. The, what I'm sharing with you are things in the bathroom that I'm using on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. Now my favorite method for shampoo and conditioner. Let's create a scenario in our minds that we are sitting on a shower bench, okay? Your good hand, you're going to squeeze on your good thigh. You are going to squeeze an amount of shampoo. And you're going to be scooping it with your good hand. You're going to scoop it up and shampoo your hair. Now, I've been a hair assistant in a hair salon, so I can tell you this. Even if you have the smallest amount of shampoo, just add a lot of water and you're going to build some suds. Okay? And you're going to be doing the same thing when you put conditioner in your hair. You're going to be doing the same thing uh, when you use your body wash. 
men of course men are going to be everything i say today is applicable for men too i mean you know what a stroke has no gender we know that right um we all that's what unites us that's what i find fabulous is that it unites us because we know firsthand how the other one feels and i have all this history behind me I have 23 years, so I know what you people are going through, and I'm with you 100%, okay? Never doubt that. Let's go on. Um, now, at the dollar store, Walmart, wherever you can buy, you know those, um, those puffs? You can buy them to hold in your hand, but they also come at the end of a stick. <laughs> I have one and it's for the back it's for my back and i remember um of course at the beginning when i was on a on a plank um i had to use that to, to wash my whole entire body so again if you have uh if you have that use it and if you don't go and get it there's this big big um dilemma <laughs> if you will uh is it better to have a bar of soap or have a shower gel now <laughs> i come from a cosmetic world this is my jam my thing <laughs> it's really personal to you okay but i know by experience that a shower gel uh, or a shower cream will definitely work a lot better I still can't squeeze any bottle, uh, any any bottle of any sort with my left hand. My left hand is my damaged hand. <laughs> so uh, I try to put humor in it. I think you guys figured out that I like to put humor in stuff, right? So my little handicap hand doesn't squeeze bottles at all. So it has to be something that is very easy to work with either one hand uh, you can, uh, instead of buying um, shampoos that have a twist top, you might want to consider buying uh, a flip. You know, the flick one that you can just use your thumb. That could be something that's also very um, time efficient, but also less frustrating. Uh, if you're anything like me, you don't get pissed off but you get discouraged especially at the beginning as a survivor we're still looking for how um how things are going to be and what works for you right so don't get mad don't get upset don't get frustrated don't give up very very important do not give up because the only person you're giving up on is you and like I keep telling you, you are not a victim. Did you hear that? You are not a victim. You are a survivor. Survivors don't give up, okay? Like I told you, I come from a background of skincare. Uh, I was 30 years in my career in, um, as a skincare specialist, as a, as a makeup artist. So for you ladies out there, Having a good, easy skincare regimen is extremely important. And here's why. You know all those meds that, that you take 
whether it be uh, heparin, the, the shots uh, all over your tummy or uh, meds that you ingest, your skin reacts to all this. And a good skincare is is a big, big deal. You want to keep your skin glowing even though you have all these meds because there's a chemical reaction inside. I'm not a chemist, but I'm telling you, anything we ingest comes out on our skin. Why do you think that if we don't drink enough water that our skin starts shriveling up? The same thing. Make sure you also have, you, you, you don't use a uh, just water to wash your face. You don't want it because water doesn't wash face. Do you do your laundry without using some Tide in your washing machine? No. You have to put some soap, right? Same thing. You have to use a cleanser for your face. And you have to use a moisturizer. Those are two 100% things that you need to be using, okay? And one thing as, again, there's no gender here. I remember my teeth because of all the meds that I, I was taking in the hospital. So the first week when I was in rehab, that's when I really noticed. My teeth were super yellow. My teeth were super yellow. So no matter how much I would brush them, it, it was stained. So if I can make a recommendation, uh, you can get, uh, I'm, again, I am not sponsored. These are just personal favorites. Uh, I do like my Crest uh, Whitening Toothpaste, the 3D. It does have that flick, um, that flick top that I was telling you about. And I swear it works. Uh, however, once you get better, I did do a full round of uh, white strips to really get down into that. And guess what? It worked fabulous. So again, this is me. This is my background in skincare and makeup. And, and, and my teeth and my hair is pretty important. <laughs> That's how I made my money for 30 years, right? So... So let's move on. Um, as far as shaving, whether you be a man shaving your skin in, in, on your face or a woman shaving her legs, uh, for safety reasons, when you're in, in, in rehab, you're at the hospital or you're in the rehabilitation center, you might want to ask an orderly to help you out or a family member when they come and visit purely for safety reasons okay until you get the hang of things i was lucky my mom was a an esthetician so uh needless to, so when i was at the hospital in rehab i would do my own legs after i learned how or i would get my mom or an orderly but there were parts of my body that i will not name but i could not do them <laughs> do it by myself so I was lucky my mom that was her job and there you go but for safety reason do not attempt anything by yourself because if you do you won't be 
in position to come and hear me on my podcast anymore because we don't know. So I don't want you to get hurt. Okay? I love you too much for that. You have to keep in mind that it's not always going to be like this. You're not always going to need help uh, from someone. This is really a temporary thing. Okay? I remember... um, I say that a lot, eh? I remember. <laughs> I I don't know. It's just how I speak. Um, I remember every time my sister would come at the house, I would ask her to help me out to do something. Not on a not a, non, not on the hygiene aspect of things, but I would always ask her something, and it was not always well received. So I learned to be independent faster and do things faster my way. As long as it was done, it was okay. But some of the things, we can't be eager beavers. We have to take our time. And unfortunately, hygiene, bathroom stuff, it's your time. So... Give yourself a good 20 minutes, okay, uh, in the shower, doing your your thing. And those days that you feel extra tired, screw it. You'll take a shower or a bath tomorrow. Today, just brush your teeth, comb your hair, and wash your face. Never go to bed without washing your face with some sort of a cleanser okay because you don't want all this yuckiness this pollution sticking to your skin and clogging your pores you don't want that keep in mind that having a stroke whether it be milder or more massive it doesn't matter it's a stroke and it's going to drastically change the way you live and the way your family and your friend, your close family and friends live. But there is definitely a lot of quality to have with that. And what I just mentioned, this, these pieces of equipment are there to facilitate, to make things easier for you. Uh, to regain independence, re- you'll, you'll be proud. Now... I remember, again, I'm saying I remember (laughs) because I'm talking to you. But I do remember, I I was not in rehab yet, but it was one of my last days in the hospital. And um, they had brought me lunch. And I have to admit, the food in the hospital where I was was not so bad. And there was some tomato soup at that lunch. And I love tomato soup. But... A part of me, and you'll understand why I'm telling you this story. So the um, the person puts my tray on my um, on my on my. How can I say? They put my tray in front of me, and for some reason I was just not in the mood. And I remember kicking my bowl of soup on the floor. And the moral of the story is. Even if I was 25 years old, I was acting like a child. And even if you're 39 years old, you are going to act like a child. It's like 
the frustration I, is real <laughs> because it's like I'm thinking in my head. I'm 25 years old. I should be capable of eating a bowl of soup without having to put a bib. But it wasn't the case now. It wasn't the reality of the time. So if this is you and you get impatient and you're you're like big the big whoopie dee doo I just walked from one side of the room to the other side of the room with a, uh, instead of a four-legged cane, I'm using a one-legged cane. Big whoop. It's uh, an accomplishment, my dear. It's as if the clock rewinds. When we're stroke survivors, no matter what kind of stroke we get, our clock rewinds and we are back almost zero so every little step we make is a big is a big leap when a child starts walking come here come here you can do it come here good job good job baby okay look how the baby just did three little steps on their four little legs and the wow fantastic on four it, it's huge for the baby right so why won't it be huge for, for you? It is. And you have to acknowledge it. And you have to accept it. Because it's reality of what is at the time. I always say, allow yourself to feel. Allow yourself to feel pain, hurt, pride. Allow, feel every inch of everything you feel. Okay? But don't let it take you over. Don't get bummed out for the rest of the day because you're upset at a moment. All it is, it's a moment. And the people around us that love us and they want to encourage us, they don't need, they don't know how to help. They don't, as much as they try to be there, it's not their fault, so it's, as a survivor, it's our job to do the best we can and to lead by example. I told you the story of my daughter and I did a fantastic job. When I think again of it, I did a fantastic job because she saw her mommy not giving up, being resilient, um, getting mad, getting upset. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm a badass. I was a badass, man. And you're a freaking badass yourself, if I may say so. One last little thing. Actually, I have two things. You know that, uh, you know, hairbrushes and toothbrushes, they exist with Velcros to put around your wrist. So if you're a survivor that has... Uh, some movement on your upper arm uh, you can definitely get one of those they also have um, to tie your buttons ah, button down shirts a little trick I've learned and I want you guys to try this I always untie two or three buttons on top so I could pass my head over uh, inside of it but anything overhead, 
is always so much more easy, comfortable. You don't require somebody to help you. I'm sure that you want to get dressed by yourself sometimes because that's your alone time. Mm-hmm. A thing in the bathroom also, I'm sure you've seen when you go at the pharmacy or again in those uh, orthopedic uh, places, they have elevated toilet seats. Now, again, all depends of the uh, type of stroke you had, but it's quite possible that you have a hard time sitting down. So uh, a raised seat is only temporary. I have one at home because I'm a caregiver to my father-in-law. They have that. It's uh, and, and honestly, I love it. Like when I go to my friends and they have a regular toilet seat, I'm like, "Damn, this is low." <laughs> I'd like them to make a portable toilet seat elevated. That would be cool. And there's plenty plenty of little tricks. The OT whatever you need, the OT is there to help you in any way possible i'm going to leave you today with this that i i I just love this saying what you resist persist what does that mean it means what i've been telling you from the beginning the longer you are mad and let me rephrase that the faster you accept and you mourn the old you and you love the new you, better it is. The more you hold on to the old you, you are resisting. It's going to be a long road. This is from me to you. And I'm telling you only because I love you so much. I love you that much. So now we took our shower. I had a talk with you guys a little bit. We are getting dressed. If you want your deodorant, again, I cannot use a spray because I can spray from my right to my left, but I can't spray from my left to my right. So I learned with one hand. I don't know how I did it, but I learned right away with a stick. Getting dressed, try to remember what I said. Anything overhead is going to be perfect. Probably if you're in rehab or you're just getting out of it or um, or whatnot, sweatpants are most likely going to be your best friend. One thing that I love on sweatpants and I so appreciate it on today's fashion are the elastic bands around the waist. Not only can you eat as much as you want and they stay comfortable. That's a joke, by the way, guys. But they're so easy to put. You don't break your head. Shoes. Invest in a good pair of shoes. Whether it be sneakers for the gym. I only have like $20 sneakers at the gym. It's not like I was at the time. It's not like I was going to run a marathon, right? So as long as I had something that was slip free, that was good. And if you want a nice pair of shoes, invest. Uh, There's Naturalizer. Again, I am not sponsored yet by them. It's coming. But I had to buy myself a few Naturalizer pairs of shoes uh, with Velcro around around the uh, ankle. 
uh, again I can't wear heels as I've told you before uh, and I realize on my left foot even when I wear my Crocs at home there's a little piece on the Crocs uh, the right foot pas de problème no problem but on the left it needs to be solid around the around at least around my heel and uh, let me think let me think let me think something that would be super important for you yes 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 pockets don't laugh at me okay but i'm in love with pockets i find that they're so useful uh, you can definitely keep your phone on you. You can put the TV remote. So instead of doing five different trips, save yourself some trips because that's tiring, man. That's exhausting. So another trick. Um, yeah, okay. Before I go to other stuff, I want to finish the getting dressed. Uh, you see, now I'm all excited again. Jeez Louise. So yeah, so oh, and I always, but always, always, always keep my phone on me. Now, like in the past years, the phone has been more predominant. Let me tell you, if I could tie it around my neck at the time, I would have, okay? Always have your phone for safety reasons. If you're stuck in the bathroom somewhere, or if you're stuck, you want to call someone. Trust me, you want your phone. I'm saying this as a friend right now, okay? It never happened to me. No, 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 no. But just in case, okay? And if your shoes have shoelaces, uh, you can, uh, with one hand, tighten the shoe on top of your foot. And uh, you can make, if you're capable of making a knot, use your left. Imagine your good hand as the main actor and your other hand as a supporting role. Think of it that way. A little humor in there, uh, but uh, think of it that way. So if you're able to make a little knot, tighten it, and that way you could put your um, shoelaces on the inside of your shoes. That's another little trick that uh, you could uh, give a try. Can you tell that I love doing this and I, I just love giving ideas and helping people. That is so cool. And the fact, I, I, I just love this. That, that's all I have to say about it, okay? <laughs> now, don't get discouraged in the sense for ladies or men. But I'm talking to my, girl, to my girls here. Let's say you can't wear stilettos, stilettos okay? But you can wear another, a square, more of a square heel maybe. You have it. It's kind of like going at the doctor and they give you meds. They're not sure sometimes. They, it's trial and error, right? Being a survivor with everything that we have to go through, that's kind of how you have to think about it. It's trial and error. We covered a lot of ground today, so I'm going to leave you on this note, and I'll see you tomorrow for part two of our mini-series, Safety First. As always, I would like to thank Anchor for sponsoring my episodes. Definitely the easiest way to make a podcast, anchor.fm. And I'd like to thank you, my listeners, for giving me a lot of 
inspiration, showing me a lot of love just by listening to me in all these different countries. I am so blessed to have you and uh, I can't wait to see you again. So on that note, I am letting you go. And you know that I have all my information and all my links on the bottom of my description. And I will see you tomorrow. I love you.